You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett. And every week, I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a naturopath, fitness expert, and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Hi, I'm Wendy Pett, and this is the Visibly Fit Podcast. And I use that phrase often. In fact, I was challenged by someone recently to do a podcast around what I always talk about, that you were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. So what does that mean? Let's talk about greatness for a second. The definition of greatness is the quality of being great, distinguished, or eminent. And when I think of eminence, the definition of that is fame or recognized superiority, especially within a particular sphere or profession. And, you know, sometimes in the Um, I guess the athletic realm, people talk about being the goat, you know, the greatest of all time. And when I first heard the term goat, I asked my husband, I'm like, what in the world does that mean? And of course, this was a few years back. And, uh, and then I was like, ah, greatest of all time. That's great. I just wish it didn't, um, I don't know, spell out goat for some reason. It just makes me giggle Um, anyway. But yeah, we all want to be the goat the greatest of all time. And here's the reality. You are. You are the goat. You are the greatest of all time. And the reason that is, is because you are created in the image of God. And he is the actual goat, the greatest of all time. And for me to even say goat uh, and put God with goat, it just doesn't seem to work with me. But I'm, I'm doing it because of greatest of all time and how that comes together as a word. But that's the reality. We are created in his image. So I want you to start seeing yourself as the greatness that you are, because that's how God created you with greatness in mind. We are created in his image. And sometimes I think we just forget that. I think we get stuck in our own, um, our own feelings, our own traumas, our own, all the stuff that we have probably been through over the years. And it keeps us from really seeing ourselves from the lenses as God sees us. And sometimes it takes practice in order to see ourselves that way and to peel back the layers of, of all the hurt and all the, um, the lies that maybe have been put upon us. And, um, yeah, it just, it takes discipline. In fact, I was thinking about a book I read years ago and it's a business book, but it's, um, uh, uh, Good to Great by Jim Collins. I'm sure you've heard that book before. And um, it's been around for a long, long time. It was a a bestseller. But he really talks about um, Good to Great Companies. Remember, this is a Remember that this is a business book, but good to great people is what I'll put in place, um, began the process of finding a path to greatness by confronting the brutal facts of their current reality. That's one of the bullet points he has in his book. And it's absolutely the same for, for you and for me. We cannot actually find our path to greatness until we confront 
the brutal facts and reality of where we are today. Like, where are you today? And are you satisfied? Are you content? And maybe you are content for with just being good and not great. And that would be a whole nother set of questions to ask yourself, like, why? Why are you okay with just being good when God created you for great? And so that's that's something that kind of, uh, you know, the author Jim Collins is, is speaking of here as it pertains to businesses and companies. But from good to great really is a mindset. It's really about um, changing our, our our viewpoint and and creating disciplines. Um, he also says when you start with an honest and diligent effort to determine the truth of your situation, so your current situation, the reality you're in, you're in right now, the right decisions often become self evident. So those questions are revealed. Like it's like ah yeah, this is the reality of what I'm dealing with, and so they're revealed to you. And it's, it's at that point that you're at a crossroad. You can make a decision to become better or, or just stay where you are. Um, it says it is impossible to make good decisions without infusing the entire process with an honest confrontation of those brutal facts. So are you being brutally honest with yourself? Because a lot of times we're in denial, our pride and ego step in the way. And it's like, no, I've got this. I'm good. And really you're not. So being in denial will only keep you stuck in the good, or maybe it's even less than good. It's not good at all. Right. So getting out of denial and just being brutally honest with yourself. Are you asking yourself the right questions? Are you allowing God to reveal the answers to you? You probably already know the answers, but you just have to get your head out of the sand and say, all right, I, I do see what's going on here. And now it's time to take, take action. Now it's time to change um, my good or my just where I am, status quo, humdrum kind of place I'm in now to becoming great, the greatness that God had intended for you to begin with. So obviously, I'm going to talk a little bit about your health and your well-being, right? Because that is, is where um, I'm passionate about getting you to go from, from good or less than good to the greatness that you were created to be in. And so what does that look like? And, and what is, how does it even start? Because I think sometimes we're just so overwhelmed. And I've talked, talked about that before on this podcast, that there's so many options and there's so many things you could be doing that you're in paralysis of analysis. You're like, ah, could I, should I do that? Or should I take this supplement? Or should I move my body this way with this particular exercise? Or should I eat this, this way or that way? Or the doctor told me this, but my natural path told me that. There's just a lot of information out there. So what I would invite you to do is just stop listening for a moment. I mean, not to me, <laughs> but stop listening to all this stuff and 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 listen to, to what the Holy Spirit says to you, right? So really, yes, yeah, stop listening to me for a moment and, and listen to what the Lord has for you. Because if you will really, really allow your heart to be opened, just allow, allow it to be filleted open and allow, allow God to reveal what's going on in your life and for you to really uh, get your head out of the sand and acknowledge and be brutally honest about it. And then just ask, okay, what are my next steps? And 
when the, when the student is ready, the teacher always appears. And so when you are, are really raw and real and want to correct the situation and you want to go from good to great, then God will put those teachers in your path. He will give you the right next step to take instead of being overwhelmed with all the things. Because honestly, that's where, um, if I can be so blunt, that's where the enemy would want you to be, is in like a swirling tornado of, of chaos in the midst of like, you know, of I don't know what to do, uncertainty, um, and, and not moving in any direction. That's where he would have you. So just be still, breathe, be calm, close your eyes, and just prayerfully ask the Lord. And then meditate. Meditate on his truths uh, of who you are and whose you are, and, and just start to picture in your mind how you want to live your next years, your next days here on earth. Days, years, uh, we don't know our numbers, right, of days that we have, but God does. So start to picture that in your mind and visualize it, and God will start to bring the right next step into your path and into your mind. So trust that. But first, you have to get brutally honest. And then, and then when those next steps are revealed, you have to take action and you have to be disciplined in the action. Because when once you know the right thing to do, you have to have the discipline to do the right thing. And then equally importantly, you have to stop doing the wrong thing, right? So you have to, you know, repent, flip, do a pivot, however you want to say it verbally. You have to stop doing what you were doing that wasn't working and start being disciplined and doing the new thing to, um, to get you on the path of that greatness. You know, I was thinking about years ago when, um, in my mind, I wanted so just all my years, I, I wanted to be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. And so I, I trained and I practiced and, and I, I shared this early on in the podcast as well, but um, I did make, I did make the squad. Uh, this was back in 91, 92, as I'm maturing in years, I'm forgetting the actual year. I think it was 92 anyway. And um, yeah, it was, it was brutal. It was a, a really stiff competition. I believe there was like over seven or 800 girls that were trying out and, um, you know, only like 36, um, get on the team, but, but yeah, so I, I remember going through all the, um, the preliminary tryouts, you know, the tryouts, the, the, the semifinals, the finals, and then you're going through training camp and then, oh my goodness, you make it, you're getting uh, your uniform and, and then you're on the field. And we were um, cheering for a preseason game and we were actually um, 40 of us that year. So there were four extra on the team. And uh, I guess I was one of the extra <laughs> because then uh, after that, um, that time on the field, Judy Trammell and Kelly Finglass, who are just amazing, amazing leaders and women that really um, encourage women uh, in this space to to perform at their best and to be their their greatest. Um, anyway, they they determined that that was too many, one too many on each corner uh, of the field, and pulled the four of us, and we were cut. And I was one of those four, and it was devastating. 
And I really went through a, a time of, of grief because that was what I pictured would be my greatness, right? Like sometimes we get hung up on, on the thing that we're supposed to do or, or be, you know, quote unquote, be in life. And if it doesn't come to pass the way that we see it coming to pass, all of a sudden we, we feel like, um, you know, I, I think of, um, you know, the, the game Candyland, right? Like you, you have to draw a card or whatever. And then if you have to go back, however many spaces or shoots and ladders, um, yeah, I'm going back to my childhood years here, but it shoots and ladders and you draw the card or go the spaces and you have to go all the way down the, the, the ladder and you have to start back from square one. Sometimes that's how we feel that, oh my goodness, this is my greatness. This is my moment. This is where I'm going to be, uh, in that place of success. And then all of a sudden it's like down the ladder we go and we're back at, at starting beginning position or so it feels like, but nothing is wasted. And that is how amazing our God is, is that he will use those moments that we thought were going to be our greatest moments. And that would take us to our um, greatest uh, potential to, to set us back, to reevaluate and to see that, oh, I've got greater, God's got greater for us. So it's up to us to, to stay in that, that beginning starting position that maybe we were put back into and have a, a bitter, resentful, uh, grievous attitude about it, or we can um, study harder. We can um, grow and learn in ways that we would have never thought possible had we not gone down that ladder, so to speak, or uh, been cut from the the squad, or uh, whatever it may be. Maybe um, for you, maybe you uh, have recently been injured, and it feels like a setback. You're like, oh my goodness, I was just getting my health on track, and then uh, this injury happened. Well, just just hang tight, all right, and focus on healing your body. Um, with all that you can through nutrition and through, you know, the physical therapy that you're probably given and the right mindset and, um, and giving thanks and having gratitude. And what can you do during that time of, of, you know, feeling like you've just went down the ladder and you're at beginning position again, what can you do during that time to learn more? Uh, so that whenever you are back in position to move forward, that you have the ammunition, you have the tools, the education to do so effectively. So those are the things that takes us from, from being good or not so good to great. And again, you were created with greatness in mind, and it is time for you to own it. And when we don't own it, that's when we stay stuck. That's when we don't move forward. That's when we roll the dice and, and we keep, um, you know, hitting, hitting the, the move back five spaces uh, kind of spot. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's about rolling the dice and knowing that we're moving forward, knowing that we're not going to stay stuck and having that great anticipation and expectation on our lives because God is a mighty God and he will not waste anything. Now, here's, here's something that um, I want to talk about because a lot of times, we, um, well, our bodies are, are very interesting in the sense that feelings tend to um, um, dictate 
how we move or don't move. And feelings will hunt and chase you down. And you're actually, uh, your body actually memorizes certain feelings and emotions and actions around those feelings. And so it's interesting for all the years that I've worked with women, uh, especially women, I worked with uh, men and women, but especially women, I have seen that um, those um, women sometimes chase those feelings down, even though they're not feelings that are accurate or feelings that will propel you to those next uh, forward moving um, um, actions to get you to your greatness that God has intended. But it's those feelings that keep you in shame, guilt, um, just anger, resentment. It, it's so um, it's so oppressive. And yet that's what they've been used to. And so they stay stuck in that. And your body remembers, it memorizes those certain feelings. And when those feelings come up, I mean, they literally chase us down uh, to the sense that, oh, I got her again. Oh, got her again. So it's it takes intentional action step for you to, to um, just reach down into your in, internal self instead of always reaching for an external um, uh, way of, of, of possibly healing those feelings because that will never work. When you're reaching for food, when you're reaching for um, alcohol or, or, or shopping, or um, maybe you reach for the phone and, and you're calling a, a friend to gossip or whatever it is that makes you feel better in that moment because you're not in a good place. Um, you've got to go for the internal um, healing first and ask God, oh my goodness, what is going on with me? And why am I allowing these lies, these, these feelings that are not legit uh, to keep chasing me down and that I get caught, caught up in these feelings, right? Have you heard that terminology before? I've gotten caught up in these emotions, caught up in these feelings. Yeah, because those feelings have chased you down and your body has memorized how to operate in that state of being. So it takes intentionality. And, um, you know, when we get to the point of, of only living for, for God, when we get to the point of living for Jesus, when we are looking up and not looking uh, outwardly at, at our environment or, or all the things that have, have occurred in our life, but instead we're, we're looking up and we're giving thanks uh, and we're not worrying about what other people think about us, then we're able to move more freely. And um, we become, you know, not in a selfish way, or in a way that harms others, but in a way that is, we are just full on confident because we know who we are in Christ. And, and I mean, very confident. It's that greatness because it's the knowing that we have the mind of Christ. It's the knowing that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Uh, so we show up and we rise up in such a way that people are like, oh my goodness, what, what is different about this woman? What is different uh, about this person that is is walking in the room and, and has all this confidence. Well, it's it's knowing that the weight of the world is is not ours. It's not ours to take on. It's it's to put at the foot of the cross. And we can walk in with great confidence knowing that and knowing that our feelings are not uh usually reality. And um that our our good to greatness, our good to great moments uh are sometimes tripped up and held uh, captive by those feelings. And so I think about different people like, um, 
I don't know, like athletes like Michael Jordan. I mean, he's the first one that comes to mind. Uh, you know, he he's he's a goat. He's the greatest of all time as as far as like basketball is concerned. And I don't I don't know all the stats and all his um, story, but I do know that he has made over thirty two thousand points in his NBA career. I mean, 32,000 points. That's pretty amazing. But he, um, from what I recall from I, my husband, and I watched his uh, uh, documentary. Uh, gosh, I don't know. It was a couple of years back. Anyway, a little documentary around him. And it was basically saying that he was told he was too short to play. He had never amounted to anything. And he kept just working harder and uh, allowing his gifts and his skills to be developed and shaped. And man, he practiced. He had the discipline to continue to shoot basket after basket after basket. And that's what made him great. It wasn't that he was just, you know, you know, the greatest of all time because he was the greatest of all time. No, he had to, to sharpen his skills and to um, enhance that gift. Uh, he already had the gift. He really did, even though he was shorter and people told him differently, but he grew in to his height and he grew into his gifts, but it wasn't just by just accident. He took action and he was disciplined. So he started doing things that were the right things and stopped doing the things that were the wrong things that were not going to get him to what he, he wanted to um, have in life. And so I think about um, um, just our life in general and how um, there's so many things that come into play, whether it's, it's just people in our lives or um, just ways that we have continually uh, adapted um, other people's belief systems instead of really, again, going to God's word and finding out who we are and whose we are and really owning that. Because that's what I mean when it's time to own it you've got to own it. Um, it's, it's important to own your, your health because your health is your true wealth. And this, this health, this, this body is the temple that houses the Holy spirit. And so with, with that in mind as well, and when I say it's time to own it, it's time to own your health. It's time for you to be in a place of, all right, I'm no longer going to put my head in the sand here. I have been treating myself in an unhealthy way for years. And it's time to take action. It's time to stop this because I do deserve to live in my greatness. Um, so how is it causing a ripple effect in your world, in your family, in your community, at your job, um, with what you do for um, just even as a passion or as a hobby? How is it affecting you by not rising up into your greatest, best health? Think about that for a minute. And then how can it start to become and how can it be when you do step into your greatness? So start to visualize that, start to pray about it, meditate on it. And how does that look? I mean, actually start to create and visualize it just like athletes do. Um, uh, you know, Jordan, right? Michael Jordan, he visualized his shots. A lot of athletes do that. And visualizing the win visualizing how your body is going to look and feel and how you're going to show up in the world is really how it's going to um, start to change the way that you see yourself and change the way that your actions um, become. So anyway, that's what I wanted to talk about <laughs> is that you were created for greatness and it's time to own it. So are you ready 
to own it. If you're ready to own it, then let's have a conversation. I can help you with your next steps. And if it's not with me, I will help guide you to what fits for you. Okay. I'm not some uh, person that's like egomaniac that says, ah, it's my way or the highway. Absolutely not. I want what's best for you. I know the program Visibly Fit works, but I still, I want what's best for you. But if you just want someone to talk with and say, hey, um, I'm, I'm looking for this, that, and the other, or I'm dealing with um, you know, this particular issue with my body, what would you suggest is the next step? And if it's with me, great. If it's not, I'll give you uh, something or someone that I recommend. But reach out to me via email. You can email me at wendy at wendypet.com. Or if you're ready right now to dive in, go to getvisiblyfit.com and uh, all the details are there. And you can go to the seven-week program, which actually you have access for a year and you get all the coaching calls live with me each week and our community. And it is priceless. It is valuable. And you will be around a lot of like-minded women that will encourage you and inspire you along your journey as well. So go to getvisiblyfit.com or just email me at wendy at wendypet.com. But you were created greatness in mind. It's time to own it. So that's my message and I hope you'll receive it. Next time on Visibly Fit, I've got something really great uh, in store for you. So make sure you tune in. Don't miss any of these segments and uh, make sure you share this podcast with others. If it blessed you, I would love for you to leave a, uh, a rating, a five-star review, and also write a review. That'd be fantastic. And I will uh, read it on the air. All right. Until then, make it a great day. God bless. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love spending this time with you. To learn more and get more free resources, just head on over to wendypet.com. And thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast, following and subscribing, not only to this podcast, but finding me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. Until next week in our next podcast time together, make it a visibly fit day.